All right, everybody, it's the ID84 show live here from quarantine, episode 160, live on Facebook, and you can get this everywhere. As always, to the right of me via uh, the interwebs, Adam the Mallet, with his Santa hat on. And to the left of me in studio, for the first time in a long time, Eric Danger Powers. Yeah, baby. And uh, we're live tonight. We have a special guest tonight. Casey G will be joining us in about 15 minutes. He has written another book. Author. <laughs> Author. He's written a book? He's, he's on his like 10th nice. book right now. And he's donating all the proceeds to uh, penis enlargement research <laughs> or something of that nature. He'll get into more details once he gets Is on. But, do you know, he's been on the show. He's been the most common guest on the show. He loves it. Oh, yeah. I mean, we had him when, did we have him with Bo? No, it was just Bo. No. We, Casey was supposed to be on. Remember the time he didn't want to come on because the porn style was going to be on? Oh, yeah. We thought it would be very interesting for them to have a conflict. They could have a nice conversation with each other. But um, he'll be joining us at 8.15 Eastern Standard Time here tonight. And if you're watching on the Packy Network and On the Rocks to get a little sample tonight, stay tuned for On the Rocks a little yes. after 9 o'clock tonight from live yes. from the Packy Studios here. So that should be interesting. Yeah. Powers. Yeah. To give a sample of what the show's about. I mean, we're just gonna, you know, talk about the industry. You're bartender too, so we're just gonna talk about it. You know, I'm gonna, you know, if hopefully it can get going. You know, people can comment on a thing and you know comment their uh, two cents. Maybe they'll watch. Yeah, and uh, just try to get a bunch of bartenders just like hanging out, kind of like that. Get the fuck out of here video. You know, you're blind. You know, the guy was ended up being blind. You see that thing? No, just, you didn't see that. It was, no, it's a video. I was blind. Oh, no, so it was a video. They're like, "Oh, you're you're uh, gluten free. Get the fuck out of here!" It's like, "Oh, you're like they make oh, my customers." The I guy goes, "Oh yeah," and you got your you got your, your, your dog carrying your dog, and you got yeah. your glasses on. You got your fancy cane. They're like, "Oh, dude, he was blind." He goes, "Oh, but he had an allergy." <laughs> oh, get the fuck out of here! There's a oh, funny, 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 funny. But basically, this was gonna be—we're just gonna talk, and we'll bring a bitch about the customers. So yeah. If you want to learn, I'm gonna what save you want a story. I was gonna sample it right now, but I'll save a story. Not me. like our stories, like no, no, like, one night, not like guy were, stories. No, like, but it's gonna be legit, like customer stories of a customer we had one night. Um, actually, I got a couple of stories. Uh, yes. we'll, we'll save it for the show yes. tonight. Stick a tune for after nine o'clock tonight, and you get to hear uh, some of the crazy stories. <laughs> this is one of the favorite ones we've talked about in the show a bunch of times. Um. God, what has happened this week? Uh, what do you think about Massachusetts closing down now? Now we're going to wear masks in the restaurant? I mean, whatever. I mean, maybe some of these stupid college kids should stop having giant parties. I mean, we're yeah. not the worst in the United States when it comes to protocols. So it's like, whatever. I mean, I don't know. No one really knows the science behind it all. And no one really knows anything. I mean, think it's she, annoying, but like, we're going to be out of this by mid, by mid year. So whatever. Yeah, a couple months. I'm not taking the vaccine. I can tell you that much. What's the, the no, only, I'm not either. No. No. Speaking of that, the did you see the two, see the two people? And um, I'm not stepping on your feet there. You're not going to talk about the English people, the people over in England, are you? Yeah, UK, the side effects. Yeah, yeah there there's been allergic yeah, they, reactions to the shot. Yeah, two of them. <laughs> yeah, they died, right? They <laughs> this like is why. Imagine, we don't imagine surviving this and then dying because of the you got yeah. a vaccine. I don't want to be that guy. The last thing I want to do is... Be well, the- they were fine, though, because they had EpiPens right there. But, like, still, this is why you don't take it immediately. You know? I've had I mean, so much pumped into my veins when I was in the Army. I've had anthrax shots. Get the anth- anthrax I, I don't think anything else, any vaccine is going to go to my body is going to mix with that cocktail. It's, it's like a new electronic that comes on the market. You don't buy it when it first comes out. It's going to have bugs and issues. You wait a couple months until they sort that shit out, and then you get it. That's, that's how I feel about it, you know? Mm-hmm. 
I mean, I don't know what was in that anthrax shots, but those was probably something tasty. Killed, killed. You have a knot in your arm for weeks. They but they put anthrax in you. I uh, well, I mean, uh, which means I should be immune to everything. Jesus so, Christ! I never even knew there was a vaccine for anthrax. Because I remember when they were sending yeah, I didn't it. I know that either until recently. Either, you remember like in 2001, they were sending it to like Dan Bro- I mean, Tom Brokaw at NBC Nightly News. I got a package of white powder sent to my office here. Yeah, they never knew who did that. They never caught that person. Never found it. When I worked in the hospital, when I, I worked in the x-ray. Right when I got out of the army, I worked in uh, x-ray. I, I was just basically Next a file, to Z-ray. file clerk. File clerk. And they, every time we had mail come, they'd make me open it. Hey, give it to the veteran. <laughs> give, it, give it to this guy. He's... Because of any white powder. So we're walking around. So we're watching uh, the Jersey Shore. They're in uh, the season. So they, f- they were filming during quarantine. So Polly D oh, actually. Man. Yeah, you got to catch up. So they're. So I'm on episode two now. Of the current. The new season. The new season. Do you skip all. Did you finish the double shot of love? No, but I saw half a double shot of love. Like okay. I knew he was. And I've been reading headlines even after that. So I knew he was going to end up with Mickey. Oh, okay. You know? Okay. So as long as you know that, then you can continue. Because they were kind of parallel. And then the new ep- the new season kind of takes over. Yeah. So and I love how they're fusing these people from that show when it's like Angelina is friends with uh, two of them. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like so bullshit. you are. So, you, so you've seen the guys in the hazmat suits yet? No, no. I'm in episode two, though. But I okay. do find it funny on a side note that. Mike, you know, he's like supposedly this new reformed good guy, but there's a new story that just broke out the other day how he's behind like drastically in his community service. Like he's only done 18 <laughs> hours of 500 and the judge is like issuing a warning to him. Yeah. <laughs> what an idiot. The guy, he literally got it easy too because uh, Uncle Vinny, uh, uh, Uncle uh, Nino, Nemo, Uncle Nino, Vinny's uncle, yeah. served a lot of time in the prison. So he had a lot of friends in the inside. So he was able to uh, kind of soften it up a little bit for the situation. But imagine the situation he has to go back to jail for just not doing his community service. Like, how hard does it do? Com- hey, he so might go he, back to jail. He's like a celeb, yeah. right? So he could do community service anywhere. And people would love it, right? He could go yeah. to like, school and be like talking about like, you know, working out. He could be a gym teacher. He's like, actually it's, worth the least out but of I think all he, of them. I mean, I, I was on Poly D is worth the most yeah. at $20 million. The situation's only worth three hundred thousand. Oh. Well, a lot of that money went went bye bye. Adi, when you do court mandated um, community service, yeah, they, they make you clean highways and stuff. No, you can't but do not that. the situation. I don't know. I don't know. But I know when I did it, I was cleaning up yeah, condoms were, and needles out of were, uh, Charles River. You were Eric from Wakefield. This is Mike. The situation. He could go and be like, "Listen, I will do a thousand hours community service. Let me work at a local school as like a gym helper." No, because that helps know? his career oh, afterwards. Yeah. You don't. I mean, come on, you got Fuck easy. Him. You got it very easy. I would just go through his new service tool. <laughs> Surprisingly, Vinny and um, uh, Ronnie are worth the same. They're both worth yeah. $4 million, which is surprising because Vinny, actually, you know, he's in Vegas and he's been a stripper, you know? Yeah, so he's working for Chippendales. They don't, get, they don't get paid very much, I don't think. And I think he probably gets paid a little, obviously, a little bit more because he's the headliner. But Ronnie? Uh, what about Ronnie? Ronnie probably just has investments. Maybe he's like a, you know, he's like a, you know, half portal, half a tala. You know, he probably invested in some property and stuff like this. I mean, they seem to be living all right. Oh yeah, oh they're all millionaires. I mean, they're not complaining except for Mike the situation, who could have been a millionaire if he just paid his taxes. How yeah. hot is it just to pay? I just got a bill from the IRS today for another five hundred dollars. I owe them freaking Massachusetts fucking tech. I get bills every six months. I fucked. The, I fucked the IRS once. And now they're auditing me for everything. Now it's, this is for 2017. I didn't claim an, uh, a cashed out IRA. 
Yeah. They got me. They got me by the balls there. I feel like Mike the situation. I'm like Adi the, 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 the incident. Every time I'm around, there's an incident. <laughs> Actually, you know what? It was funny. You said that when I was... Um, the summer I was on Girl Ups 2 when they were doing the frat boys, yeah. there was a kid who was trying out for a reality show that made a joke like that, called himself The Incident. He's like, oh, here's the situation. Just like, and I, I remember laughing because I know you used to always say that. How come you not do an extra work for this new blockbuster movie that's in town right now? I mean, I got an email. I yeah, submitted. You got nothing yeah. else to do. What's I submitted. I'm our, working. Our boss's daughter's one of the extras in the, the show. Hopefully I'll, hopefully, I'll get him to meet up with Leo and I can tell him that freaking Dango Unchained memes, my favorite in the world. I ain't going to stop making memes with it. I'll be 90 and I'll still will. So how come you have to wear masks when you're sitting at a table at a restaurant when you're not eating, but Leonardo DiCaprio can walk around the city of Boston filming a movie with no why, mask? Why could nobody travel for Thanksgiving, but a thousand people can come in to make a movie? Yeah. Because they tax money. Tax Adam, money. can you tell us? Big conspiracy uh, guy. No. Nobody really knows. <laughs> <laughs> Because he's Leonardo fucking DiCaprio. And I'm sure, and the thing is, though, I'm sure everything around him has been pushed out. I'm like, yeah. he's Leonardo DiCaprio. He's not sitting with the public. No. No, and it's funny because they, they're showing a picture of the scene and, like, all, like, the, the crew guys, the union guys have to wear masks and stuff like that on set. And he's just walking around, like, come fucking Leo with my cock hanging out. I mean, he's a cocksmith. You can't deny it. You know what I mean? Oh, I'm sure most actors are. No, I didn't no. think he was actually going to make it past growing pains. And then he did, uh, and then he did Romeo and Juliet, which was my first date. I ever went on off a girl. Her name was Liz. She was a redhead. It was seventh grade. And we went to grape the was before that, wasn't it? Yeah, but I didn't see the Gilbert Grape. Yeah. That's when he I played would say the, the Beach. Uh, is a good movie. Uh, I like special, the beach. <laughs> special kid. Played you ever see the Beach? The Beach. Yes, is good. I like that. With like Bette Midler? No, that's Beach. No, Beach is. <laughs> <laughs> The cancel movie. The beach is when he goes to like Tahiti or something. I mean, uh, yeah, he Bangkok. travels and ends up on this oh, island that's like this utopia. It's kind of, yeah. and then it kind of ends up like uh, Lord of the Flies a little bit. Is this before uh, Romeo and Juliet? After, no, uh, like Titanic ish. No, this is that. This is right. At, it was after Titanic. Okay, definitely after Titanic because I was. Yeah, not, I think it was right after. Yeah. I think it was like early thousands. I don't think it was in the armies. It was early thousands. I remember. Are you looking it up, Adam? Yeah, I'm looking up right yeah. now. I'd say 2002. Uh, Do you remember when the Titanic came out? Yes. It was in a, when you, when you bought it, it was a double VHS. Yes, and you had to change it. Yeah. yeah even oh, yeah. the DVD. Do you remember the first scene on the second VHS? No, I don't. It's the titty scene. Oh. Because we were watching in ninth grade at the Revere High School. I feel like I'm a Jewish guy. At the Revere High School, we were watching the, <laughs> the Titanic. And uh, the first time they hit play, all of a sudden we seen titties. <laughs> it was great. Yeah, I mean, he took off. I mean, yeah, I mean, you had the Titanic in 97, then you had the beach in 2000, Gangs in New York 2002, oh, yeah. uh, Catch Me If You Can was also 2002, The Aviator, The Departed, Blood Diamond, like Shutter Island, Inception. How many so, titties do you think he's seen? Thousand. Oh, a lot. He, he just, he goes around Australia in a sex yacht. He's yeah. got that fucking yacht that just goes around the coast of Australia with models. I think he ever gets sick of women. He's like, you know, let me try like a trans guy. Probably. I mean, they all do. I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't. They have to, it, right? Because you get so much. Because, like, just think about it. If you just like, if you get something you like and it's just getting thrown at you and you don't have to try for it, don't yeah. you get bored of it? Yeah, yeah, it's like I love pizza, but I couldn't eat it every day. Yeah, like say someone was kept bringing you pizza every day and leaving it on your doorstep. Eventually, you're gonna be like, like, that's enough pizza. It's like Tupac says, "I hate to sound sleazy, but tease me. I don't want if it's that easy." Mm. He's right. Right, bro. <laughs> I mean, how how long do you think a girl that wants to be with Leo? 
puts on the hard to get before she gives in. Because you gotta you gotta balance it just right. Because you could get to a point where you're just playing hard to get, and he just says on to the next one and throws you. Uh, to the I don't think he. I don't think he ever gets someone playing hard to get. No, I'm imagining not. But you, you know, there's always that one girl. Remember the ones we bought the shots for at uh, after the Celtics game, and then they turned around and went to their boyfriends, and we left them off the tab. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Girls like that, you know. We don't want to play the game. I'm looking at a wow, I'm looking at a photo thing of all of his dating history, and these are all like fucking tens. Yeah. Like. <laughs> yeah he, uh, but you think he's gonna slum every once in a while, right? You don't think he's slum? Oh, of course. Like that scene in um, Sideways when he's sitting at the the big fat waitress at the end of the movie where he goes banging and he ends up the husband walks in. You know. Oh my god. He gotta be. He's gonna be on Tinder. Who? Cool. Leo, Leo. Oh, he's just walk down the street. No, but like, I mean, yeah, he could do that, but like, he could just be slumming, and maybe he has a fake profile. Maybe it's like a picture Probably. of like, I don't know, like Casey Furtaw. He uses as a he's decoy. With Giselle too. He's with yeah. a lot of people. He's he with Giselle, Giselle before Tommy, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He no, and Giselle was Giselle was still a, just a starting out she model. I think I think he had her when she was starting so him out. And, uh, him and Tom Brady are uh, Eskimo Bros. Eskimo brothers. And uh, Tom Brady and Kevin Euclid are brother-in-laws. How's that yes. sound? That's a fun fact. Yeah. Kevin Euclid really? dumping his Jewish girlfriend, a wife. Yeah, Naomi Campbell. Jesus. You know, uh, you know that director McGee must brag that he's uh, Eskimo brothers with Brady's. Ah, yes, that's right. I lost you. Are you Eskimo brothers of anyone in this room, Adam? <laughs> I can't see you. I just lost you. Can you hear us? I can hear you. I can see you. I can see every movie. Oh, he's with Blake Lively, too. Wow, look at that. I, was I Bruce, can't see I, you. Yeah, but I was with Blake Lively twice. <laughs> Summer of 2000. Was she lively? She was very lively. Except in bed, she was a dead fish. Hope TMZ huh? gets this footage and tells everyone some, some jackass from Massachusetts is claiming crazy uh, stories of such. <laughs> and they look at me, and then you guys are associated with me. Just remember, if anything ever goes down, you two are the first two people that the authorities next to my wife that they ask questions. Hey, did you see it? Did you think he had a patent of this happening? I'm just going to be like, uh, I don't know what you're talking about. You know, he, uh, I don't know, kidnapped a school of, Esk- uh, I don't know. Uh, he's like I'm the king of this fake news. <laughs> he could, ooh, I went dark. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with you guys. We can hear you. I can see you. Can you hear I us? I can't see you guys at all. Well, as long as you can hear us. Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, and your video's working fine, <laughs> so we're getting the recording. It's all good. Maybe we'll kick back in. You know, maybe I'll take... Oh, there you are. You're back. You're back my now. Off. <laughs> you got to stop cruising mature gay porn. That's slowing up True. your server. Oh, wait, wait. What was that That <laughs> magazine that, that uh, Joe asked you to Bay go... Window. Uh, Bay Windows. <laughs> are you familiar with Bay Windows? No. Bay Windows was a publication in Boston area that was big in the 90s for homosexuals and lesbians to go and pretty much meet. It was before. It was, it was like, um, do you remember the adult Phoenix? Yeah. In the was it like it was inserts? Like a, well, it was more like stories. It still like, yeah, it's like lesbians telling stories about them painting windows or painting or something. But then there's right like now. a personal thing. So that's how they used to meet. That's how like instead of tapping your foot in the gas station bathroom, you know. Bay Window serving New England's lesbian, still active, serving New England's lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender communities. There's nothing so, wrong with it. If that's what you like. No, it's not. You know, as far as I'm concerned, hey, listen. What's wrong with that? If you like sticking I just your... thought it was an architecture magazine because it, it sounds, sounds like it would be. It sounds like a New England, um, uh, what do you call it? What oh, they, like, 
Better Homes or something. Yeah, a, a periodical, if you will, of uh, New England architecture. There was, a, there was another something like that also in the 90s. Maybe it was for straight sex. I don't know. Was that was just at the Phoenix, maybe. I remember, I remember the Adele Phoenix used to be able to get it at Amazon's. And uh, I used to be Actually, like, the Boston Herald used to post 900 like, like porn things. Almost every escort in the back of the uh, Adele Phoenix oh, was, dude, we was working at the carriage house. We were, in high school. Yeah, we were in high school. We realized you could call escorts from the whores from the uh, phone book. We'd yes. call them up and try to like, get them to talk dirty. <laughs> Ladies of the And the guys, you know, hang up with the guys. And yeah. Me, me and my buddies piled in the Jeep one night and we, 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 caught, we found an escort. And we found out where she was working. And she was at the uh, carriage house in Peabody. And she said, you could tell it's my room. I have a blinking red light on there. So we got to see what this bra looks like, right? She was like, charging like $75 for a half hour. Oh. So we all drove around the hotel looking yeah. for the, because remember how big it was back mm-hmm. then? It was like tons of yeah. rooms. So we drove around until we seen the one with the, like the, the front porch light with the red one. And there was this ratchet looking broad out there smoking a cigarette. She looked like she was about seven years old. And, she, and I'm like, yep, that's what you get for $75. Like the, like the, uh, the quagmire's wife when he mm. goes to Harvard and marries, marries the prostitute. Speaking of quagmire, I think it's time to bring our guest in. We're going to call him Casey's, but he also goes by Amanius Fanielli. That's his, that's his pet name. Oh, where'd he go? We just lose him. Lose him? Yeah, just try to bring him in. He just disappeared. Oh, there he comes. There he is. And he's, he's wearing a mask. Okay. What the hell? Armenius. Is that a doctor mask? Today, <laughs> Can you hear us, Armenius? No. There he is. He's Uh-oh. muted. No, he's not muted on my side. Is your mic on, Armenius? Is this? There we go. There we go. There we go. Casey, a.k.a. Armenius Feninio. Is that pronounced that right? Yeah, that's close enough. Yes. <laughs> you get pictured frequently. You're with, uh, of course, uh, Adam and uh, Eric Angel Powers. Yeah, familiar faces, I would say. Immediately, I'm looking at the photos in the background. Yes, I see your, uh, first of all, in a house. When you joined us over the summertime, you were uh, on a porch. My mic is on. Yeah, my mic is on. Is, is he that? Are you delayed? Delayed? I can hear us from like. So I cannot be on the porch. It's still slightly too too chilly. Are you uh, watching us on Facebook as well? This is like this is like calling the radio station and seeing yeah, with the radio. radio. With yeah, the radio we're off. getting some feedback from your. Uh, maybe you turn the speaker down a tad, so we don't get your feedback here. There was a lot of echo. Yes. How, how, how have you been? Have you been surviving the last uh, few months of uh, the pandemic? I've been trying not to think about it. Yeah. Um, last hurt- time we talked, you were happy. You were like, this is great. I'm was writing he- and you were sitting on your porch. Yeah, you were he all like statics. People. Now you seem kind of... He literally hates people. people. This, this is the best thing that ever happened to him. If it stays yes. like this forever, he'd be the happiest. I, I, I do hate people. And I, and probably as a result, I contracted coronavirus. So, you know, it's all good. How did you, con- so if you didn't leave the house, how did you contract it? Artie, you cut out a little bit. You're going to have to repeat that. How did you contract the uh, virus if you didn't leave the house? Yep. <clears throat> so, 
my grandmother assists my uncle, who's been in and out of the hospital. That okay. uncle, as a result of being in and out of the hospital, who uh, contracted coronavirus, uh. then my grandmother, who then gave it to everybody in the house. So it almost oh. took out the whole G clan. You almost, you all got it. And we all got it. Yep. Jesus. Every, every single one of us. Wow. Are you feeling, how did, how did it affect you? First of all, is everyone okay? Did everyone make it through? Yeah, no hospitalizations necessary. Uh, we do have one concussion. I don't, concussion that's a, I don't know if that's a symptom. Of coronavirus. Yeah. But one of us did get a concussion. And how, how doing what? I was out of work for a little bit, but uh, not for very long. Yeah. Um, we all had different recovery speeds. I was up after a week. Uh, grandparents took a little bit longer, a little, bit, a little bit longer to recover. I, I see you got the uh, growing the hair out a little bit. Is that a uh, is that a personal choice, or have you just not made it to a barber? I've just not made, made it to a barber. Because you look like an artist. You look like an author. I mean, you are an author, but now you look in the pot. You're wearing a plaid shirt, and you have long hair. You look like very disheveled a little bit. Like You just like came up with a great idea and now you just present it into the world you can pick up some broads that way some like artsy broads no it's just apathy <laughs> strictly strictly apathy so what are you gonna do when the world goes back to normal and you have to socialize again well, first thing i'm gonna do is i'm gonna be looking forward to a very long run outside okay i've been missing that can't really can't really do that I mean, now I probably could, but, you know, I don't fancy getting fined for not wearing a mask, so. Just finding these people. I haven't wore a mask outside since they made this thing go in, in effect. I anti-mask. I'm an anti-masker. <laughs> Take off the mask. We're going to go into places. That's it, though. There's no reason yeah. to wear it outside when you're on a sidewalk. No. Me and Adam hold hands walking to Dunkin' Donuts. I'm, you know, <laughs> we, do. we skip and we sing. And I have, I have my, my comeback when I'm outside. I get the gas pump. Somebody's like, well, you we should wear a mask. And I'm like, let me ask a question. Someone said have, that to you? Yeah. Do you have to wear, have you wore a gas mask in full protective gear in over 100 degree weather for about 48 hours, 72 hours? No. Okay, shut up. Wearing a mask outside when no one's around is like putting a condom on before you go to bed when you're going to sleep by yourself. Mm -hmm. It's basically it's the same, same awesome <laughs> something. Yeah, very depressing. <laughs> depressing. <laughs> Just going to put the air. It's going to put the rubber on. Wet dreams there, Ali? <laughs> no, I still don't want to get fined. Who's fined? I, I live in an area where I might get fined. Where? I'm wearing a mask. Revere? Go over to the Boston area. They'll, they'll, they'll find you if you're not. We honest. work in Boston. We meet uh, at I walked, I walked from the VA clinic to my pox car by TD Garden with my mask off my face. Yeah. We walked by I a cop. I did see on, a big decapitated pigeon on that walk. We walked by a cop on detail. You know. Listen, I don't they're think really we're going to. No. You're going to be like, hey, listen. This is, this, this, it's, you're going to have one cop in the crew who's going to be like, I'm going to save the day. I'm going to go write you a ticket. Yeah. And then they're gonna make fun. Well, like, of let's say you you were being an asshole, doing something else, like vandalizing yeah. something. And they would add that to it. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like, yeah. oh, you're doing this, and oh, by the way, you don't have a mask on. We're finding you for that too. It's like the old like, seatbelt like law. Do you remember the old yeah. seatbelt thing? They couldn't pull you over for not having a seatbelt, but if you were like, you know, getting blown driving on 95 and you got pulled over, you can get the seatbelt fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's still. That's that. That's that. Eric, it happened to him. In Connecticut, oh, Connecticut, they don't even have to pull you over. Well, they do. It's right ticket, get your plate, right ticket, oh. send you. 
I got one. I was like, what the fuck is this? Not very nice. Who doesn't wear a seatbelt these days anyway? I mean, this was 2000, early 2000s. Yeah. Who doesn't wear a seatbelt? Do you wear a seatbelt, Casey? Most cars oh, yell at you if you don't, so you have to. One night, Casey, I almost killed Casey on the way home from work. I uh, accidentally blew a red light and a gas truck was bearing down on us. I felt no, sick. No, no. Yeah, you guys would have been bugs on a windshield. That was the last time you ever asked me for a ride home. You, you parked in the middle of a double highway. Is like, what you did. And then there was a 16-wheeler uh, 16 barreling in on the other side. Yeah. I panicked because I blew the red light, but then I was already halfway through the intersection, so I didn't know what to do, and I looked to my left, and there was a truck coming right towards us. <laughs> it was like 2 o'clock in the morning. I was very fatigued. It was 2 o'clock in the morning. The, the, the killer is Casey literally lives like a, a three-quarters of a mile away from the, the place, so that would have been like the worst death ever. Like He could have just walked and survived. <laughs> That, that'll show you that, you know, it's your time, it's your time. Were you in the Jeep or the van? I can't remember. It was the van, wasn't it? No, it wasn't a van. Was no, the, I think it was your car. Oh, the, oh, the old Civic. The yeah, you're right. Oh, your, your, your Jeep went kaputs before that. That's right. Yes, it was the old uh, black it was, Civic. It was the car. It was the black car. The broken uh, trunk that had bungee cord closed. I had a Taurus like that. You know, things happen. That sounds about right. And I, my, I, I mean, that was what seven years ago. Yeah, my wife thought there was a man in the back of the uh, the, the Honda because it was making lots of noise. I go, wasn't it? I go, what's the difference between um, a pile of dead babies and a uh, suitcase? I go, I don't have a suitcase in my trunk. <laughs> like that one, Adam? So you got lots of lots of dead babies. That would be the joke, Casey. Dead babies. Nineties. <laughs> Take my wife, please. Yeah. <laughs> Casey, uh, so are you working remotely? Yeah. And we uh, are due back at the office January 4th. Still don't know how that's going to work. Now you're going to do everything in your power not to go back to the office? Uh, what am I going to do with my power to not get back to the office? Yeah, just tell them you don't want to do it, right? You don't feel comfortable? I mean, I already had coronavirus, and so is everybody in my family. So we're not really worried about that anymore. But you're immune um, to it. Huh? Do you believe you're immune to it? I believe you're immune. I believe when people get it, they get immune to it. Uh, so it's a, a temporary immune resistance. Is yeah, what I would assume that much at least. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Like not like you're not completely like immune. I'd say you bought yourself very... for sure six months. Yeah. yeah, I bet Freddie Mercury wish he had the same. Immunity. Mm-hmm. When he got his situation. <laughs> yeah, I don't think the same logic applies to that already. <laughs> I mean, it would have been uh, nice. How much right? writing have you got done? <laughs> I don't even think they had treatment for that back then. <laughs> no, they didn't uh, even know what it was. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that was they didn't even know what it was. was cancer. The only person oh. that knew what it was was Magic Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm guessing you've been getting a lot of writing done. Uh, yes, I w- would probably say I've probably put in, since the summer, probably close to um, writing uh, about a hundred-ish thousand words. So that nice. is just marginally longer than the first Harry Potter book. Damn. Yeah. You're dedicated to your eye. Huh? You're dedicated to your art. 
I, I'm much more dedicated than I was when I first started seven years ago. Yeah. Eight years so, ago. Yeah. So you were talking, you were, you're doing something, you're donating proceeds to one of your, your books or tell us a little bit what you were planning on doing. So, um, I, and, and no, Artie, it is not 100%. It's 75%. He's donating 100% to the Adi Damadia fund. <laughs> like the human yeah. fund. Yeah, no, no, no not to Artie. It, it's for the anti-human fund by going to <laughs> local food pantry. Is it for um, the aliens that the Israeli uh, commander knows about? Yes. Uh, the, the one that said that they were going to kill our leader? Yes. That one. Yeah, that, that, that's where it's going. <laughs> yeah. I, I joke. You, going. No, but you, it seems like you do it a good cause. Yeah, I make yeah. light of it because I have, I'm, I'm immature. Yes, <laughs> yes, you, you are. You, you certainly are. <laughs> and and so is uh, Eric. May he rest in peace. No, he'll be sure he'll be sorely missed. Dropping him off like fucking weekend with Bernie next to me. <laughs> <laughs> Just say Eric, rest in peace. I know he's right next to he's right there. <laughs> I don't know what's it, happening. It, it's almost like he's still with us. It's almost, what? right? What? But it's pretty he, busy. It's when he's alive. Hey, he'll, he'll be sure we missed. <laughs> what? Did I miss something? I don't know. What the hell? I don't even know what's happening. <laughs> Adam, can you see me? I Adam, am I you. here? You're there. Yeah. I just gotta chill in this fuck. Yeah. I wouldn't believe. I, I could believe that this that he could see the future. What the fuck you? Take say something but different. Yeah. Uh, Artie, I can't believe you you didn't tell Adam this. I mean, like, you wrote Eric's obituary last week. It was in the Boston News. This is kind of freaky. This is like it's scary. I feel his presence. I, I, yeah. I always feel his presence. Even now, I feel now like he's, he's around. You know? no, I think crazy. you're making him nervous. No, it's gone, <laughs> this is, this is gone stupid. He's getting nervous. Yeah. You see, Adam, you know, precisely. It's like he's still with us. It's like he's still there. You know? What'd you do? Uh, we'll, we'll never see that. Look at that phone. What'd you send him? <laughs> I feel like huh? it was I am a couple high. weeks ago. What the fuck are you doing before I came in? A couple of weeks ago, him and I were talking about the Mandalorian and Friendsgiving, and now it's like my world is blown up that he's not here with us. It's, it's crazy. I still forget. I forget, and I treat it like he's still here. I'm sorry. No, you, you just got to let him go. I'm glad we, we, we invited him. Garage he slept with to the Jesus. <laughs> and all the dudes, too. I'm already getting the Stephen King vibe from you, fucking Casey, so come on. Let's talk with that. <laughs> You look like you look like Stephen King. Man. Look how creepy he looks. He's disheveled. Like <laughs> the hair, man. You gotta get a haircut. I like the I like the clean cut. You know, Casey. That the under. Wow, that's pretty good. Cool. There you go. The hair is very early Tim Burton. That's yeah. What it looks like. Yeah. Yeah, I believe that. No uh, braids so, though. Looking good. Thank you. So what I will be doing is for all the uh, royalties for. Those were my books for this Christmas season and up until um, April of this year is I will be donating 75% uh, of those sales to a food pantry. Nice. Um, what? Sorry, I knew that. It's donated to a food pantry, 75%. Food pantry. I didn't have, okay. Christmas yeah. sales. Yeah. Nice. Right? Did I get that right? See? 
Yep. Too bad Eric can't pretty enjoy it because he'd be ghost dead. Of Eric Powers. Pretty good for a ghost. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll miss Eric. He'll be sorely missed. He's sorely missed. When's his funeral, by the way? Tuesday. Marty, do you want to take this? Yeah, Tuesday. Tuesday? Tuesday at 5 o'clock. I got to work. Our bosses don't let us take time Yeah, off, we, we so. can't get time off the funeral. <laughs> we can't <somewhere>. make it. <laughs> All right. Well, for Eric's family, I, we, we are sorry for your loss. Um, <clears throat> all right. So I do have three books um, that's published, uh, all three of which are uh, novels. Uh, this one right here was published in April. Um, and that, uh, all this, you can essentially, if you liked the complexities of the Wheel of Time, if you enjoyed the world of the Lord of the Rings, uh, you will enjoy this book. Uh, this book had its second review a couple weeks ago, just after Thanksgiving, uh, comparing it favorably to the Lord of the Rings. Ooh. Uh, so... This was my love story, uh, or my love letter, excuse me, to the, um, to the uh, token world from The Lord of the Rings I fell in love with when the first movie came out, because I didn't realize there was a book, and then I read, read the books. Um, all four of them, you know, the, the, the trilogy and then The Hobbit. Where did you find the time to write these complex novels? Ditto. Um, although well, this one took a number of years actually, so as you can see, it's pretty it's quite thick. It's not that she said, thick. Boom, it's not that thick. Looks like uh, she said about, two uh, 600 pages. I mean, 600 um, pages, double sided though, right? Double sided, so that's like 1200 pages. Sorry, sorry, no, no, uh, 600 pages. Oh, double sided. Double side back to back. So it's I total, sorry, sorry. I had to go haunt somebody else for a minute. Huh? What's this book about? It's a love story, like like Lords of the Ring type stuff. That um, here or Harry Potter or something. I was out. Sorry, I had to go. I had to go haunt somebody else for a second. Yeah. So while Eric's ghost is still haunting us, <laughs> so the the books themselves are my love letter to the Lord of the Rings novels. Oh, I did hear so that. The, I was listening. The first one is the called the secrets of Terra Salenti. That is a classic curiosity killed the cat. Um, not, the, not a literal cat. Uh, I was not sadistic back then by putting cats in blenders as Artie can attest to. Don't, don't fuck up cats, right? You don't want to do that guy. You want to be that guy. Yeah. We had, we had that experiment at the bar, you know, like right when we opened. We did pull cat. I was being a pussy. <laughs> So uh, that story was a wood elf who was exiled from his homeland in Akinasa, made a life for himself in a village as a hunter. A wood and, elf. Uh, he's a wood elf. Was that mean made of wood? It's called okay. a wood elf because right. he used to reside in, in the woodlands. So he goes on a trip. Uh, turns out to be essentially his last hunting trip. Like Adam, like Eric last week. Yeah, just like Eric, just like Eric, precisely like Eric. And so the story goes: he goes on a hunting trip, 
And he finds it odd that there aren't any livestock to be hunting in the area where he, where he is hunting. Um, and so he go, goes deeper and he finds an encampment of goblins, which is very strange. Uh, not the fact that there are goblins there, but that the goblin, goblins were like strewn across the forest. So you have like one of the guys basically painting the nearby trees. And that's where the curiosity killed the cat comes in. So he investigates and ends up going down this uh, heavily thick brush, uh, which goes down into a basin, which is filled with uh, moss and, and fog. And he finds an old ruin called Terra Salenti. So he goes into these ruins and he, he goes into these ruins and he again finds that, you know, rubbles out there there are skeletons so he goes into this castle goes into the this dungeon again curiosity killed the cat uh and then turns out there is a woman there who has a uh, stuttering problem with her speech so she uh, constantly twitching as if you know there's like two spirits like fighting inside the same body that could come in handy for certain sexual activities (laughs) 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 do it anymore so um so what is happening is uh she essentially beats the living heck out of him and then implants a virus inside his brain so you imagine take the worst possible thing you can imagine and multiply it by cancer it's kind of like the magic johnson story (laughs) multiply it by walking up from football practice when we heard yeah, walking up for football practice, and the coach yelled out, "Hey, Magic Johnson got to have that. He's retiring." Yeah, yeah take, take the worst possible thing you can imagine and multiply it by cancer. Yeah, that that's what the experience is like. So, he, so, so was, the, was the chick was the chick at least hot? Well, she's dead. <laughs> well, because you like you figure if you're gonna get a disease from a hot chick, you like you figure she it better be a hot chick. You don't want to give it some hood rat. Might as well make it worth your while, right? It's gonna be a wood a wood elf, right? And you're going through the woods in a dungeon. What yep. elf? <laughs> yep. Seriously. And the wood is now dead. Go big or go home. No, unfortunately, it wasn't very big. So <laughs> <laughs> right. So that is the inciting book, the inciting incident for uh, the first book. So how does it end? What is the cliffhanger? Uh, I don't want to give spoilers away. Oh, don't spoil it. In that case, go read the book. Because I'm actually, I wish I knew how to read. Because I would really like to know. <laughs> the, I, 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 I haven't finished a book in my life. I, I could read enough to get by, you know. Um, but so he, I'm actually fascinated. I'm, I, no joke in the side. I'm actually fascinated by the Avengers of the Wood Elf because he goes in the dungeon. Because I mean, I, you can really compare this to real life, right? You know, you're on, uh, I don't know, say, say you're walking down Industrial Avenue in Las Vegas, right? You're the Wood Elf, and you're in this weird area, and chicks are just all over the place. And you take a right into this place called, um, what was it called? Where? Place in Vegas. Swing, the Swingers Club. Oh, I forget. Club Hush. Yes, there you go. Take a right into Club Hush, and all of a sudden you see, like, you know, a, a, a lady who claims she works there named Katie Holmes. Yeah, also doubling as a prostitute. Didn't we find her on some porn site too? What was it? Yeah, and then you go and you get services from her. Yeah, no, I didn't. But then you realize you have no money, <laughs> and you reach into your pockets deep, and all you have is a few 
Bellagio um, chips. Oh, that was the poker. That was the prank. <laughs> and then you have to pay with the poker chips. There's no cash the on me. <laughs> and then the cop comes in, but he's not upset about the uh, services. He's upset about the alcohol. He's about the 40 ounce I had in my lap. Because they don't have a liquor. Oh, license. actually, in my hand, because something else is in my lap. And then you multiply it by cancer. <laughs> yeah. There's, I, mean, it's, I, I get the concept. Multiply it by cancer. That's, that's, that's exactly what it's like. All right. So all, all joking aside, this would actually be a very interesting animation. It would be. I thought so, too. Yeah. Uh, I would really only trust Japan with this thing, so. Yeah, <laughs> definitely not China. Okay, um, it's better than Chinese, yeah, right? Do you know any uh, Japanese that could help you? I know one... No, actually, no, that's not... No, yeah, I only know one person from Japan, but I'm pretty sure he's not, not in, into animation. My cousin, he's not Japanese, but he's, he's into Japanese animation. I bet he could probably find a person who could... I mean, I'm sure you could find some college student who's like willing to take on the adventure. Same cousin that has a co-manager in, in fantasy football. That's a different cousin. Yes. <laughs> <no. laughs> co-manager in fantasy football. It's a variety of categories for my cousins. Yeah. He, he has some have, interesting relatives. I will say that. Yeah. He does not have a co-manager. That, that he does. I've met one of them. I've met a couple of them. Slept with one of them. Right? The two that are now. I think the three of you are. Uh, <laughs> three of you are. Uh, what do you call it? Eskimo brothers. <laughs> Steve, my cousin Steve gets around. <laughs> oh god. Yeah. I don't, just for the record, I don't have a cousin Steve. This is Eskimo brother. Yeah, just his brother. Yeah. <clears throat> Bryce. Brent. Brent. He's a freak of nature. Casey. I can't believe. Yeah. What did we work together for? Almost a decade. Uh, it was quite some. When time. was the last time we worked together? I haven't no. been there since. It's been about a year oh. since you worked there, but over the time of of our lifespan together, we worked almost a decade, wasn't it? Wouldn't be close to a decade, I would say, right? Because you're what thirty nine yeah. years old right now, so you start working there when you're eighteen. So it was what twenty years ago. A long time ago. It's a side. You're yeah. already there. I was started there. I was there. You're almost Eric's seven. age, right? Are you you pushing fifty? Me? Yeah. I look really good for a fifty-year-old. You do. You kind of have like the, like the like the artist look. Like I've been like. It does. You know. Looks like a writer right there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Just uh, you know, unfortunately, a, a writer with with zero talents, just sarcasm to my name. Uh, you, uh, you're selling yourself short there because the book you've yeah. described sounds actually pretty interesting, in the series, of course. It does. So uh, what? It's a little bit more serious. It uh, has some uh, lightheartedness to it, but but not too much because the um, the overwhelming tone of the book um, it was intended to be dark fantasy. Uh, which is going to have like a uh, horror elements. It's going to be, you know, like very depression, um, depressing, depressing. And it's just uh, <clears throat> for many of the uh, good characters in the book, uh, it can be very, very oppressing with the, the situation that, that they're in. Um, and in book three, 
um, this one right here uh, has been described as grimdark, which was unintentional. Uh, now, for those of you who don't know what the difference between dark fantasy and grimdark is, Hyde Park and Mattapan. Huh? I was making a joke there. Hyde Park and Mattapan. You got to be from the area. Oh, no, both of those are grimdark. <laughs> yeah, they're grimdark. Both of those are grimdark. So, <laughs> dark fantasy will have like horror elements to it. So, you know, you can think of uh, ghosts. There's just an overwhelming aura of, of horror. Uh, it's like Aaron, with the- a ghost. Yes. Uh, so we're like, yeah. we're living a grim duck situation right now. Oh, no, right now it's dark fantasy. Because yeah. Oh, dark because his ghost is here among us. May he rest in peace. Maybe if Rodney was with um, us. Yeah. And grimdark is more, uh, so you have a, a dystopian society where uh, there's a lot of gray, uh, gray morality. Yeah. So gray morality means it is essentially, you know, there's, there can be like overwhelming uh, dark characters. They'll have uh, evil characters. They may have redeeming qualities. Now, when you say dark, yeah. like, like dark in, in the spirit of dark or dark, like, you know, with grimdark, it's more of the uh, the reality of humanity. Yeah. Um, so you know, no one is purely good. No one's purely evil. So you have you know evil people who will have some redeeming qualities, and then you might have you know good characters who may have done absolutely terrible things. Um, and that's essentially the the difference between dark fantasy and grimdark. One is more so for the the overwhelming tone of the novel. Yeah. Uh, the other one's more dealing with like the internal struggles of uh, the individual characters inside the book. Now, let me ask you a question. If you Google dark fantasy on like a website such as like I don't know RedTube or uh, Pornhub, you're gonna get a whole different type of dark fantasy. Would you concur? Well, I don't know what that is. So I can't really answer that. Are you concerned that people Google Doc Fantasy in terms of your book and, and expect it to be something more of the erotic flavor? Um, they might need to see a therapist. Well, there's uh, at least because there's three people in this room right now that need to see a therapist, and we're just having the elf yet. Where's he going? Well, the oh, ghost yeah, doesn't, yeah. I guess. Cause I already see one. <laughs> name's God, and he's going to... Dead. Smite you all. His funeral is on Tuesday. Tuesday, five o'clock at the high church. All right, can't make it. Yeah, no, I want you there anyway. Hey, COVID <laughs> protocols, right? You gotta. <laughs> Roses are red, violets are br- blue. I'm a schizophrenic, and so am I. <laughs> <laughs> what about Bob? <laughs> what about? Not to it. That's like one of my favorite quotes ever. That is, a, that is actually a very underrated movie. I love that movie. I don't think that it movie... It's very much more of a... We talked about this before. It's very much more of a Richard Dreyfus movie than it is a Bill Murray movie. Yeah. But it's still a fucking awesome movie. Like, if you were to go head-to-head, what about Bob versus, you know, Groundhog Day? Like, they're both fucking awesome movies, but it's yeah. like Groundhog Day is definitely more of a Bill Murray movie, you know? Love the... I love the... I'm so animated. He was so into that. Well, I it's love the Italian fact. Thing, I wish yeah. you guys could all seen that out there. It makes. Well, I mean, if you're watching, you can. But when you listen to this later, 
Richard Dreyfuss basically is painted to be a dickhead. I didn't realize how short that guy was. And so I saw that movie with him and Chevy Chase driving around the country, the comic. Yeah. Did you watch that one on Netflix? No. It's them two. And he's oh, just, oh, yeah, I mean, I know yeah, Chevy yeah. Chase is ridiculously tall, but he looks like a he looks like Danny DeVito. You mean Cornelius? Cornelius. That's Chevy Chase's real yeah. first name, Cornelius. And you have a character, Cornelius, in your book, don't you? Or am I just making this up? Uh yeah, he's in um he's in the second book. Yes, yeah, yeah. He has I stuff. A minor but albeit an important role in it. Um so the second book I can go ahead and start setting up some context. So the second book is called The Covenant. Um right now the only canon copy uh would be found in on Exclivus, uh in, in Exclivus bookstore. Uh, that would be the only canon copy. What's canon copy? Yeah, I'm not familiar with these terms. It's basically an author-approved okay. copy. So you tell me there's bootlegs floating around? Uh, yeah. People bootlegging your... your that, that's, that, <laughs> I mean, that's how you made, know you made famous, right? When people stop bootlegging your shit? No one's, so a boot, no one's bootlegged <laughs> this show or any of my jokes. I can guarantee you that. Just like well, fan fiction good. is what I mean. Like people do their fan fiction. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're not canon. It's like role play? No. This, uh, no, there's just... Um, whatever the happening was, it got republished with okay. a, uh, another publisher. But the publisher uh, went out of business. Ah. So there's like a small number of these bootleg copies out there. Okay. That, that's not canon. Uh, change anything so that's fucking you over you're not getting any money for it oh no because because those were just just miscellaneous printed copies you're like taylor swift uh, that, that that the publisher had on on hand at the time yeah so now basically those copies are being sold by that particular warehouse um but there's like only a handful of them they're not printing any more of them gotcha maybe they'll they're make it to libraries that's the goal right you want your book in a library uh, well, libraries would be good. Um, bookstores obviously would be better. <laughs> As like a, preferable, my, preferable. To quote one of my favorite lines from one of my favorite movies, Sideways, you got to get your book into the libraries and let the public decide. Late yep. fees don't go to him. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck a late fee at a library. A penny a day. Uh, when was the last time any uh, of us taking a library book out? Are we talking about oh, public God. library or are we talking yeah. about a high school library? Because the only time I went to the library in high school and it was to in public library was to make out with girls. Yeah, I, I'm going to say, I'm, I'm going to put it right here. I've done some inappropriate stuff at the Revere Public Library. Wakefield Public Library, top, top, top level. Okay. Out sessions so back. I should not go to the Revere Public Library. So I'm gonna, all I'm going to say is the bathroom downstairs in the kids section. When I was a ninth grader, um, we went there to work on a project, project, and um, we're in a group, and me and one of the females in my group decided we were going to go venture off to the Land of Oz, <laughs> or the men's room at the Revere Public Library's basement. So, so you taught me something today, Artie. I didn't know there was a men's bathroom <laughs> in the library. It's, it's, it's a basement. where homeless people go to do drugs, though, now. <laughs> 
right? Now, yeah, I mean, well, no. it's also yeah. a pervert school. What pervert will look at kid? You know, like the kid ones look at kitty porn in like libraries. That's where they go to. That was like big in like the early like two thousands. Like perverts were going to libraries to look at kitty porn. You see, that's why I just go behind this, the the little bench where you know you have like the statue of the woman reading. Yeah. Yeah, that's where I went. Yeah, I didn't use or what? what here? Be specific, because we mentioned yeah. a few items there. One that you probably want to be fancy of. Uh, the one that's outside of the front. No, no what did you go there for? Because we've said there? some stuff. <laughs> I don't want to incriminate you. I don't want to want to be like Roger Waters over here. To oh, pee? no, that, that's where I took my dump. Okay, all right. <laughs> I mean, that's almost worse. I mean, it's better than... I mean, is it a bathroom or there's a bathroom or you just did it outside of the statue? Yeah, we at least had a homeless guy looking at the statue. You squatted by the. Okay. Oh, good for you. We've all taken shits outside. <laughs> yeah. Uh, We've all found porn in the woods. We've all found porn in the woods. Do you know who's, not finding, porn in the woods. You know who's not finding porn in the woods? The next generation. Yeah. Nope, no. Internet's ruined it. Yep. Because teenagers don't go out these days. Like, we used to go venture into the woods. Remember, we used to go on adventures. Like, well, I was thinking the other day, I was uh, smoking, I was smoking weed somewhere. I forget what was I doing. I forget where it was. Smoking weed? I and, never, uh, Eric. You and I saw a couple dirty. kids hanging out like by a store, and I was just like, "Yeah, that's back in when I was out. like, yeah, junior high, eighth grade, ninth grade. We used to walk around the town. We didn't care how cold right. it was. Yeah, we, we, had, we had hand warmers, we had the hats, we did everything. We hang down at the commons so the cops kicked us out. You know, poor little, you know, little town shit. You know, we thought we were badass. Me and Joey Doubleback used to ride our bikes in the middle of the winter. We'd be like. Okay, yeah, we nailed that. Oh, no, no wonder Eric's dead. It'd be like I'm dead. It'd be like January. We'd be riding on he, bikes. He was talking about Joey, not me. Yeah, um, no. But when I was in, when I was 14 years old, riding a bike in January, Eric was already on his third marriage, <laughs> pushing 50. He's <laughs> like doing the math real quick. He's like, twelve, twenty-two. Like, oh, um, nine years. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah. Casey, do you see marriage in your future? When I was 14, I was playing chicken with with my bike. And that's going to lead to your marriage in the future? Oh, uh, it was okay. I, I I won most I won most of the games. That okay. that also included the one with the Jeep. I went to let me say you didn't hear my question. I don't know, let me is ignoring it by continuing I, I didn't hear your question. No, that you keep bogging out a little bit. It keeps telling uh, me your bandwidth is low. We, Use you, you, yeah. I have a small bandwidth. We can do it. Casey, bandwidth shaming him. Casey, did you plan on uh, finding a nice lady and then stealing the show? Sorry, I can't hear you. Yeah, it was, keeps bugging on and out, dude. Maybe you can ask Casey. Can you hear me? I'm curious what he if he if he's planning on settling down someday with a nice little filly. What? Like a girl. Some little Philly break your hat. She was a girl. Oh, no. Fredo Felcha. Fredo Felcha. No. Nothing like that. I think... I Just, think we, right. Although, well, I think thing that you should mention Broken Hearts, actually. Um, I had started a side project um, un, unrelated to this um, <clears throat> that uh, ultimately ended up being about 90,000 words, and that was a... Um, Nothing. I was an urban fantasy, so uh, urban fantasy is just modern fantasy, like in the city. 
Um, and that one was with a more character driven focus. And I would, as much as I would like to say that that was a very feel good story, it was very depressing. And uh, there, were, there were many times where I found myself weeping at my computer while, while writing it. God, you are a troubled artist. <laughs> yeah, it was very depressing. Should we were in a beret drinking and eating the croissants or something. I like croissants. There you go. I like bagels. Donut. You need you need to get a loft apartment in Somerville somewhere. You know. Yeah, he's got Cambridge written all. Cambridge, yeah, Cambridge. <laughs> yeah, it would be nice to have an office someday. You know, when I hit the, when I hit the mega bucks, I'll let you uh, rent a space. How's that sound? I donate it to you, Casey G. You're, you're you're in Rockport, right? Uh close. Newbury. Ah, uh, West Newbury. West Newbury? Yeah. Is that like Southern Massachusetts? It's very north. <laughs> or is that the other he knows where Rockport is. And then you say very close. Oh, Southern Massachusetts. I, I'm very close to New Hampshire. I, Byfield, you know, Troy. Haverhill. Oh, New Hampshire. So, so the other side of Massachusetts. That's right. I, you, I, I understand. I used to live in the South Shore. In yeah. Rockland, which, uh, yes. That is many, many, many okay. relationships. Yeah. Ago. That's that, that's what where I'm thinking. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, so that's so northern two, Massachusetts. That's 2014. So did that? No. 2014. God, he lives in God's country up here, and then the northern half. That's why my bandwidth is low, Adam, because I live in God's country. I have small bandwidth. We are the whole town. She has a T1 line, and we're very popular. Everyone's watching the show tonight, so everyone's very popular. Uh, it's been fine before, though. I don't know why today. It's just uh. I mean, there have been days that you and I have been doing this, and there's been weather that's been shitty. I don't know. Uh, well, today's we not. I think it's because we have a ghost in our presence. I think he's fucking up the bandwidth. You think what is? The ghost. The ghost of Eric Powers? Yeah, I think he's fucking the bandwidth up. Oh, shit. Or well, maybe you just have so much crap on Wi-Fi that now that Eric is here today, it finally topped the scale. Because he's using your Wi-Fi right now. It finally pushed it over. <laughs> Dang it, Eric. Even when you're bad, <laughs> you're useless. <laughs> Casey, we're hitting the end of the show. Um, thank right. you for joining us one last time. How can people help you um, with your uh, endeavor to uh, help donate seventy five percent of the proceeds to the uh, food bank? And tell us a little oh, bit yeah. why why you picked the food bank too, real quick, as well. Food bank, uh, yes. So it's something that um, a church of mine has been uh, working with the food pantry uh, here in uh, Revere, Massachusetts. Okay. And- over the past uh, month, almost two months now, on a weekly basis, they've been adding uh, 300 new families to the list for people who need food. Gotcha. Um, and so as a result, it's almost inevitable where they are going to need some help. Um, <clears throat> and so that's why I'm donating um, to, to that particular food pantry. Um, <clears throat> so how can people help? Um, either A, you can always donate them to yourself if you'd like, but if you want to go ahead and kill two birds with one stone, get somebody a nice Christmas present who's a fan of Lord of the Rings, maybe you're a fan of, uh, of uh, high fantasy yourself, uh, you can uh, check out my books um, on Exlibris and Amazon. This one right here. Desecration of the World is only available on Amazon. You can't really get it anywhere else. Wait, hold it up again. Let me see the artwork on that. That looked actually really cool. 
Yeah, who did the artwork? Damn, man? that's dark, but pretty cool looking. That's, pretty that's cool. very uh, yep. nice. I like yep. it. Yep. Do you do the artwork and yourself, or do you uh, outsource it? I had to outsource it. Yeah. And let me read this quick review here for for this one. This is the one that took the grimdark uh, route to it. Uh, it's called the desecration of the world. You know, very, very, very uplifting story. <laughs> All right. Uh, so the dark land is pushed towards a moral quagmire, blurring the lines between good and evil. In this fantasy novel, The Desecration of the World, a magical land shudders from the unrelenting attacks of a demonic army. The continent of Alcathos has seen better days. That's an understatement. Even more prosperous cities feature more squalor than comfort. Then Kinasa, one of Alcathos's oldest and most robust cities, falls into an army of darkness that's led by the mysterious Burkana. Zinalsa's danger also as Decrepit Tower marches south to seize its elven lands. As Decrepit Tower's terror spreads, the continent struggles to amass a defense force, leading to unlikely alliances with people who hate each other. These would-be warriors race to discover a means of overpowering or at least stopping Decrepit Tower. Humans, elves, and dwarves struggle to maintain their morality and their sanity in the face of unrelenting death. Alcathos is a gritty, dark setting, even as elven lands are run down. Uh, Grento and Kenderhell's stronghold features renowned warriors, though its people live in squalor. And the home Our is shit. developed with rampant illness and terrible violence. Damn. <clears throat> that, that's yeah. some dark shit. No, it's not that dark. It's, it's very uplifting. Uh, it's very uplifting. Uh, named characters die in this book. That's a good. That's cool. Well, yeah. Casey, I think he sold it to us. So you can get it on Amazon. And what was the other website? Yeah, yeah. You can. Uh, so the the best way um, to 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 help is with the secrets of so. All three you can get on Amazon if you just want to get it all in, all in one place. Yeah, um, you can easily find it by typing up my name, which should be showing up here on my um, uh, on the on the screen. Yep, um, and just typing in um, typing it like that, and you'll find all the books that I have there, which will be Secrets of Terralante, The Covenant, and The Desecration of the World. And how uh, long? How long you donate? What's the donation going to? Uh, so the do the donation is going to go to the Revere Food Bank via the First Congregational Church of Revere, who runs that food bank. And how long are you doing it to? When's the cutoff? All right. So this is so it's not just going to be for Christmas. Um, so it is so all sales from now. Uh, now, well, I saw this a couple weeks ago. Uh, all sales from now. Uh, to the end of April are going to be donated to that uh, food bank. All right. And it is going to be 75% of all uh, proceeds. Well, yeah. send me the link to everything. I'll put them on the description to this video on YouTube, Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, Intuned, all the places you can get this podcast and video cast. And uh, I got to say, Casey, 
and you never disappoint as a guest. I try to bring my sarcasm where I can. Yes, because we have a nice uh, uh, record of each other. Rapport. So, r- r- rapport. rapport. We have a nice rapport together. I mean, we've known each other for quite some time, and we and we understand each other's personalities very well. And I feel like you've come accustomed yeah, to uh, Adam um, over very the Very much so, despite our differences. Although, you know, uh, I very, still enjoy seeing Kirsty Pertow's face get pied annually with I, the whipped cream. And I, I believe we do agree very closely on the political aspect as well. You freeze. Was that it? That it? Yeah. Can you guys hear us? They're not even moving. Wow, we lost the feed. Wow. All right. All right. We'll cut. Co-